Hello everyone, welcome back to Press L the Podcast, I am Press L the P, and in this episode we're going to go look back at some of the games in 2019, some of our favourite games, and uh, have a little review in general. So, let's get started. Hello everybody, and welcome to One Press L the Podcast, with literally three people, hopefully this time, no interruption this turn, and I am not the host, but the one and only, a stalker. I'm Kerbin, been here since episode 10. I'm Azran. I don't remember what episode I started, but I wanted to bring this back, and so I volunteered to host this here podcast. So, I've welcome back from the dead, gentlemen. I've been yeah. here since episode six. Oh, dang. I've been here for a yep. while. I've been here for a while, but I don't talk as much, but hey, here we are now. I'm in the podcast. Yeah. So, in this episode, we're going to be doing a 2019 retrospective on games, just because I'm a sucker for those types of things, and so I suggested the topic. But, to start on a more general note, how you both doing? I'm doing pretty good. I just uh, I just purchased uh, Explorers of Sky, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Virtual Console, that is. Uh, nice. This is oh. also being recorded after Mystery Dungeon DX got announced, and I tried yeah. that demo, and that game looks gorgeous. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah, speaking uh, of, I'm, I'm really liking that. If that came out in 2019, I would have nominated it for, like, some kind of good art award. I would, so maybe we'll hear more about that this at the end of this year. I would literally just call yeah, it as Art Direction, and I would call it Game of the Year. I'm kidding. I will call that game Game of the Year. I'm looking forward to seeing that yeah. on March 6th. So maybe those uh, sequel games like Explorers of Sky will get similar treatment down the line. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Right, uh, Carbon, how you doing? Uh, or doing was that good? Carbon? Uh, that was Ace that well, went I'm... before, right? <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, I was I... Earlier. yeah. Uh, I'm doing good. I kind of played the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX demo a while ago. I also really enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah, I played Blue Rescue Team on the original DS. I wanted to get into it so many times. I just could never adjust. In fact, I think where the demo ends, that dungeon that they're about to send you to, is where I got stuck as a kid. I got Blue Rescue Team way back, like maybe a few months ago. I know it was in July. It was this year, actually, in July. Or last year, I got that game and I actually beat it. But I haven't done any post-game content for it. Alright, uh, anything else of note that you'd like to share before we get into the main topic? Wait, uh, how else? about you, Azran? How are you doing? Oh, life is good. But I also feel like my life is generally uneventful and I don't have much to say about it. Right now, I'm just thinking about whether it'd be feasible for me to go out to Boston on the day that they're doing Throne Controllers live. Oh, uh, yeah, Throne Controllers. I... I'd like to go. I'm about an hour away, but I work on Mondays, so I'm trying to figure out if it's reasonable to go out on that Sunday night. Uh, I forgot. What day was it? Or where was March it? March 1st at the Hard Rock Cafe in Boston. Okay, Boston? No, that's way too far away. There's no way I could make it to that. Yeah, because uh, I didn't end up buying any PAX East tickets or anything like that. But this would be a good step. Like, hey, if I can't make a full convention, maybe I can make their one-off show? Yeah, who knows? I'd like to, but we'll see. We'll see that, sure. Uh, I mean, obviously we just recovered from the holidays as well. Those were stressful. Yeah, I like them because I got to sleep in. I like them because I finally got to catch up on some backlog. Yeah, what kind of backlog? Yeah, you'll be hearing about some of those games from the backlog. As we oh, go through this, this will be Dokkapon Kingdom all over again, isn't it? I don't quite remember what that means. I'm at the podcast. How did you not get the joke? The Dokkapon podcast? Yeah, it's it lasted so long. <laughs> the entire episode was like an hour forty minutes. Uh, I don't think I was there for. Uh, you probably were, but I'm not sure. I, I mean, if we fill close to two hours with three of us, I will be genuinely impressed. <laughs> I'll yeah. be twice. As, I'll be twice as impressed, honestly. Yeah, I feel like this might be one of our shorter podcasts. Which is okay. Yeah, some people yeah. don't have two hours to sit down with us, and we respect that. We respect people's time, much like many good games should. And all of a yeah. sudden, two hours later, wait, we're still recording? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past us either, as much as I don't think it'll happen. Oh, man. And we're just that literally... Just makes me, that makes me wonder, are we going to need to get, like, one of the admins in here to get Craig leave? <laughs> That's oh, a good question. <laughs> I did not think of that. Uh, for those not aware, Craig is the thing that records us. So we were having trouble getting it going. One of our Discord admins got it going, and they might have to get it undoing if any of them are still awake and online. 
And this is how the behind-the-scenes work, and this is pretty much just we are the wannabe three-runway guy. <laughs> oh, okay, so who's who? Um, I, <laughs> I can't believe we've been around that bush for so long. I'm Kerbin. Oh, well, I'm Ace, so I must be Tim. Oh, I thought we introduced ourselves. Oh, <laughs> dang it! Actually, we did. Yeah, we did. We did. We, did, we did introduce uh, ourselves said, again. When I said who's oh. who, I meant who's Chugga, Tim, and Emil if we're the three wannabe guys. That's why I said. Uh, I, I said since I'm Mason, that means I'm Tim. I do make a lot of puns on other people's streams. Oh <laughs> so boy. I could be Chugga. And that means Kerbin is John. Does that sound about <laughs> right? Ironic, I also like to make puns. Ah, so I guess there's just two Chuggas and but John's out. <laughs> <laughs> two chuggas and two chuggas, one Tim. <laughs> two chuggas, oh, one Tim, zero John. No one asked for. <laughs> and please, no John. <laughs> Chug and Tim Roy's where it's at. <laughs> oh, please don't do that. Please not have that as artwork. If you want a John, you can look probably over exists. there with his wife. Uh, Twitter. Well, you are Tim. Well, there's Tim, his wife. Twitter has the wife that. also. We'll have Man, fun on no. Twitter. All right, so. uh, you guys ready to get into it? Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> All right, I have lined up not as many categories as the Game Awards, but just a simple five. Uh, to be fair, a lot of the Game Award categories kind of overlap. Like, the best indie game and the fresh indie game, what's going on there? Why? Why the difference? Because really? one is paid for by Subway. Oh, I think I, think I just heard about Subway. I mean, uh, I think I... I don't remember. Yeah, and then... I don't know, it seems like a few categories overlap, so I tried to keep these distinct. Uh, but let's this, start. We shouldn't have made a Google Docs about this. I did make a Google Doc. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've got it right in front of no. me. All my notes. All ready right. to go. I'm a fan. You're, you're pretty much ready. You're basically just the Checker Corner who's ready for everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this Google Doc might not be as extensive as the Xenoblade X one that Chugga has that we only know about from his 10-year video, but... Oh god. It's, it's something. Yeah, remember must that. Be the shoes. <laughs> Alright, so obviously there's more two games than what's on the surface, but we're gonna start at surface level and let's talk about games that stood out in terms of graphics and art direction. Mostly mm. art direction. Mostly art direction. Just uh, no, I mean style takes precedence for me personally, but if you liked a big graphical powerhouse this year, then that is also valid. Um, so we're just uh, base, we're just choosing games based off from the Game Awards, or just any games that released this any year? Any games that, that, this is all our own, so uh, keep in mind, we're going to be biased towards anything that we've played, so I know Ace mentioned having a PS4 and a Nintendo console, but Kerbin and I only own Nintendo consoles, so we might oh, be- and, oh, and not oh, counting demos. <laughs> And not counting demos, I have only played two 2019 games this year. So let's mention one of them for Art Direction, Luigi's Mansion 3. I oh, really like the way that game looks. The game, I like the game. It's pretty straightforward and then just gets straight to the point. And the comical is just perfect. Yeah, this is an Art Direction exactly, but I also got to give it to the animation team, as many people do. I was yeah. about to get to that. I just kind of like phased out for a second because I played through Luigi's Mansion 3 and uh, it's pretty gorgeous, honestly. Yeah. So, funny story about Luigi's Mansion 3. My mom was very hyped for this game and so we bought it. Uh, she got it day one, but I waited to get it as mm. a Christmas gift. So I didn't actually play it until the very end of the year, but I did manage to beat it before 2019. Oh, she's still working here. on it, but she's a good ways in on the 13th floor. I actually beat uh. the game too before the end of the year, except I got mine day one. Yeah, same here. I think yeah, I, that. it took me like a few weeks to get through the whole game. So that's what I meant by getting through my backlog. I'm uh, a school teacher, and I had a lot of days off. And I was able to knock out the whole Luigi's. Yeah. Uh, I guess... In terms of art, the one thing I would say is I do wish there was a bit more to the... They have plenty of unique ghost designs in this game, like the portrait ghost in the first, which is nice, but I feel like there could have been more varieties of generic ghosts. I think there were five total, and one of them only showed up a few times. But they did more of them than Dark Moon. I'll give them that. Yeah. Ace, do you have a standout? A standout for what? For art direction or graphic? Oh, um, I'm just looking at the game categories right here, and uh, right, do you want ask, me to go then? Uh, sure. I'm just trying to look look back and see which games released in 2019, so I can make up my mind. Okay, so I oh, considered a few. 
I considered a few for this, but ultimately settled on one that we got early in the year, being Yoshi's Crafted World. I was just actually going to mention that that one. I was just about to think that. That was my personal pick for the best art direction, because they went all out on the craft style. The game looks gorgeous, and yet I still haven't, and I feel sad and betrayed that I never get to finish the game. Yeah, gameplay and other, there's other facets of the game that aren't so great. It's clear that a lot of the work went towards the art and the level design more than anything. But I can at least yeah. give it praise in this one area. Yeah. It does look good. I especially love Tucci. He's so cute. Right, and, uh, you know, the detail really shows when you play the flip sides of the levels and you actually see that they didn't cover yeah. everything in construction paper on both sides. They let the makeup of the levels show through with things like milk carton, plastic tubes, all that. Yeah, yeah the flip side is pretty interesting mechanic. I find it more interesting how it changed in development because one of the first E3 trailers made it look like you were going to go back and forth between them all the time. And that maybe it was only possible if you ground pounded with player two at the same mm. time. But then clearly that got changed because now they're their own thing. Uh, should I go next now? If you've made a decision. Or if you're I... torn between some games, that works too. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I have like a, a tie between two games so far. That works. You can uh, mention okay. them both. Okay, cool. Uh, so the two games uh, I'm looking at right now are... Uh, I, uh, honestly, I would choose either between... Fire Emblem or Astral Chain, honestly. Astral Chain was one of my honorable mentions, so I like you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I never got to play a whole lot of Fire Emblem lately, but the game Fire Emblem looks fantastically good, especially the cuts. Yeah, those are the best part. Oh, yeah. Visually, Visually yes. I, how, <laughs> I find I ask, how do you feel about the fruit textures? Yeah, the fruit textures, yeah. I especially just like the in-game design of the castles and the houses. Well, three houses, hardy har har. Aha. But I, even then, I like the characters and their personalities, and their designs are pretty unique. I feel like every character in the Golden Deer has a different hair color. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty usually... sure I saw them all lined up on my Golden Deer playthrough, and I was like, there's the orange hair, and there's the blue hair, and there's the purple Aren't all, hair. Are, Aren't all characters usually different hair colors anyway? They are vastly different in that house. Like, you would think there'd be more brunettes or blondes or regular hair colors, but they are all out there. Okay, uh, so for Astral Chain, what I'm thinking is that I only played it for, like, one time and honestly kind of forgot about playing the game again, but it still looks really, really cool, even for a final game. I remember oh, you... the direct it was shown off in. People were wondering if it was Xenoblade X at first. That's how good it. Oh, and then and then the Libra Chronicles Definitive Edition happened. Well, not yet. Well, well, partially it was just re- it was just announced, and then well, I I heard it was going to be released soon in 2020, and like I don't know, I'm not going to. Yeah, there's a rumor out there for what month it's coming. If you look into it, but we won't say. Yeah, for, yeah, for everything, we're going to avoid some sort of spoiler that hasn't like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if you're interested in the rumor, you can find it in a quick little cert. Yeah. If you're more interested in that one, go ahead and pause this video and just go over there and check for yourself. We're not promoting any of the right. YouTubers at this point. <laughs> so, anything else to say about those particular choices? I think that's it. Alright, so, honorable mentions, I agree on Astral Chain. I didn't think of Luigi's Mansion in terms of art, but I wish I did. And uh, I have... Actually, no, I'm not going to mention that one. I I was on the fence about it. But anyone, either of you have more honorable mentions for art direction? Uh, (laughs) I kind of have one. I kind of have, like, one or two honorable mentions. Uh, And they are. (laughs) The first one is uh, Super Mario Maker 2. Interesting. Yeah. I honestly like Super Mario Maker 2. It's so vastly different than the first game, but it still had some of the same elements. But I find it interesting sense. you bring it up for art direction, though, since it's basically five art direction. Yeah, but... From previous the, more, I know, but but what stands out the most to me is 3D world design. It's 2.5 uh, dimension, which got me really interested in Super Mario Maker 2 more than usual, because even though it's already going to be there anyways, but... The art, I don't care. I don't care if it's like honorable mention for art design. I just love how it looks. It still plays really well too. I'll say that. But I can give it credit for one thing. Uh, I have a friend who was deep into analyzing this game before it came out, and he 
pointed out that there was a lot of little animation touches, like how enemies all look at Mario when they start going after him, see the eyes move. And then also, whenever you place an object in the course maker, it has a little animation, especially like uh, Bowser will do this whole roar when you put him down and stuff like that. Interesting. I suppose in terms of me, you had one uh, more? Well, there's uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. I kind of thought of that like after I said Luigi's Mansion 3. But Luigi's Mansion was still a good choice. Yeah. I think that's all right now for me. For honorable mention. Yeah, all right, in that too. case. All right, so those are some good-looking games if you're <laughs> interested in games as a visual art medium. Oh, actually, one question. I didn't have this on my list, but it occurs to me I should ask this. Thoughts on the Link's Awakening 2019 art style? Oh, oh yeah, that? I kind of I, forgot about I, that. I, 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 still, uh, I still remember Link's Awakening. I just... It looks really well-designed and... It's far better than the original. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> it's just that even if the art, even if the design looks so beautiful and vastly different than the original, it doesn't interest me as much as any other Legend of Zelda. Usually, it doesn't happen often, but it happens. I gave it a play, really and I feel like some of the dungeons had questionable design choices, but visually pretty good, and it gave us one good-looking Link amiibo and yeah. one crappy award. <laughs> From like doing multiple different dungeons. If you know what I mean, then you should probably go watch Game Explain for that later. I got that award. I didn't watch the video because I wanted to get it for myself and see if it was really that bad. Yeah, it was what I thought it was. And Lord and behold, it was that terrible, but we're not going to spoil it. I've actually never played Link's Awakening, the, the remake or the no. original. Don't worry. It's I honestly never... a hit or miss kind of experience. Don't worry. Yeah. I never played the original Link's Awakening either. All right, so let's take it over to some multiplayer stuff, and I'd like to start in the realm of online multiplayer. Mm, that's a little Particularly little good online multiplayer experiences in 2019, and I'd have this separate from local because I feel like they can be judged separately. Yeah, maybe. I, I can see that. If, if uh, Smash Ultimate could be nominated, I probably would have gone with that. But well, it did get DLC game. if you want to count. It's, I, I guess. Because I was going to say, like, the only other 2019 game I played was Super Mario Maker 2, and in terms of online multiplayer, <laughs> not, not great. Oh, would not can put we... it as the best. Oh, can I just have, like, one thing to say about Smash Ultimate that is actually good for online multiplayer? Yeah. What is that? Uh, even if new DLC comes out, you will still probably get a stable connection if you're, well... Even if new DLC comes out, you still are going to get a stable connection on Quick Play or any other like battle arenas, which has severely updated better, if you want me to say that. But even then, it still has some laggy moments, and God forbid that if there's any worse lag, then the worst lag will easily go to Super Mario Maker 2. That lag is awful in that game. Yeah. Alright, so maybe I'll start us off with one that I thought was good. Alright, so online multiplayer for me goes to Tetris 99. Oh yeah, that. Oh, I actually deleted that That came out this year? Yep. I actually deleted that game later on after I've lost complete interest in it, honestly. I never uh, actually well, played it. I didn't even know that for was For me, it works this the way year. it's supposed to. <laughs> yes, that was this year. Wow. I can't believe Tetris 99 has been released since 2019. <laughs> And yet people like, just remember be- when 2019 started. Remember when Tetris 99 was a big deal back then? They still do yeah. stuff with it. And, uh, you know, they, I think the latest update was actually pretty cool. How now you can not, you can go into a team battle. So you're effectively working with a bunch of other people. But also they added oh. the ability to join your friends' matches. Oh. That's nice, but does oh. it have it? Oh. oh, actually, never mind. That's the 2018 release. Oh. I just think it's a solid puzzle game experience and battle royale fun for all. Hey, Tetris and I has one thing better than one other game I'm thinking about. Even though the other game I was thinking about is already exactly team release, but well, technically 2017, but it didn't come into the Nintendo Switch until like exactly a year after, I think. And for any of those who are wondering what I'm talking about, is Fortnite, because... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fortnite's dying, so... Let's not go there. That's and my, it's been, like, consistently the best. My honorable mention here was Pokemon Sword and Shield, with the options for raid battles and all that. I thought it was a nice little community thing, but I fell out of it a lot quicker than Tetris 99, which is where I made my choice. I haven't tried uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield uh, online. 
I did for Link Traits for a little bit, but that's because uh, I needed some Pokemon for. I, I actually I actually needed like startup Pokemon to uh, fit with uh, to fit in through to fill in the Pokedex for me. And I have a friend who's doing that for me, and he told me if I would like some uh, Shield exclusives to when I was playing Sword, and I said yeah, but maybe at a different time. And he said cool, uh, we can do it later. And uh, I actually kind of didn't do it yet but i'm still probably thinking on doing that later on after like trying to go through story mode and such mm-hmm. i've never i actually haven't gotten pokemon sword or shield the main series pokemon <gasps> games have never really interested me i got back into it for gen 7 after taking a break from uh, gen 4 through 6 and so i stuck around for 8 because i had some friends who were into it okay actually i i did play gens 4 and 5 as in like diamond and pearl and black and white Black 2, White 2. But aside from those, I, as of recently, I haven't been into the main series Pokemon games. I've still been interested in the mainline Pokemon. I actually, as young, okay, uh, funny thing, I actually played, I think, Gen 2 or 3 when I was young. And I actually never knew how to play Pokemon back then. And uh, what I usually do is when I play Pokemon, I usually don't know what I do. So I just either fight or catch Pokemon. And then for some reason, even though it was my brother's game of Pokemon, I would, for some absolute no reason, but delete their save file. Oh yeah, yeah the whole one save file thing is still... Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that just... Yeah. I still don't know why they only have one save file. Like, how hard is it to just get multiple save files? So many other games have done that. Yeah, I, that's the more confusing part to me. They could have done that for Pokemon Sword and Shield, as far as I know. They could have done that for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX. Well, the world may never know. Uh, any other good oh online God. experiences for 2019? When you said Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX, I, it reminded me of a 3DS game. I do not want to think about this from that game. And, oh boy, I thought of it, and... It's a 3DS game, so pretty much, yeah, let's skip through that. Well, I got to wrap on online. I guess I had a relatively uh, good connection with, like, Luigi's Mansion 3 online. So, so uh, how do you oh, feel about that mode in particular? Like, uh, Scarescraper is the only online mode, so yeah. does that get oh, old like, to you fairly quick, or has it been lasting? Scarescraper is pretty decent. Yeah, I haven't played it all that much, though. I've just been playing Same. a little bit of it. Same, honestly. And I kind of realize it's near impossible doing it all by yourself. <laughs> per- yeah, pretty much. Just don't do it alone. Like, ever. Yeah, you yeah, get paired up with the wrong people, and it's yeah. over. And that happens more than you might expect. <laughs> yeah, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> there were several people who just, like, pretty much did nothing. Hey, you can't spot up more than you can chew. And apparently, I and apparently I only learned this because no one else, because no one came to help me. If you get trapped, there's a chance you can lose your poltergeist. Oh, really? I had not. Yeah, apparently that. that happened. Oh, I did not want to think of that. And thanks for reminding me. Actually, I'll be aware yeah. of that. Luigi would have been dead so much faster in his uh, Castlevania Smash reveal trailer if he didn't have that thing. Oh boy. Uh, so when are we gonna talk about local <laughs> multiplayer? Well, this is a very good segue because my choice for local multiplayer was Luigi's Mansion 3. Really? Yes. Huh. Uh, that's I haven't gotten the opportunity. Uh, I mean, I... there's a few minigames and all that, but the fact that you can play through the whole campaign in co-op and it actually is kind of built around that, it's good. Yeah, I, I think expecting... I'd say that too, although I haven't gotten the chance to play it co-op. I was not expecting Luigi's from honestly. Uh, for local <laughs> multiplayer... Uh... I have two games in mind. And they are. And one of them is uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, oddly enough. Uh, I'll let that skate by because DLC. Well, okay, well, actually, I guess in that actually, case, that's my thing, too. Actually, no. This was before DLC was, like, even released. Well, besides Piranha Point, but still. Uh, I would actually have... I actually have one friend uh, at uh, before I graduated high school, that is. Uh, we would play Smash Bros. And it was, like one or two times we played Smash Ultimate locally, and it played really well, actually. So, I mean, Smash yeah. is always a good time, basically, guaranteed. Yeah, that's like, if, yeah. if we're talking about just strictly 2019 releases, I think Smash Bros. Ultimate is like the only 2019, or actually no, it's 2018, but still technically 2019, but still, it's, it's pretty much the only local game that I played with like friends, but since none of my family members know how to play any Nintendo games anymore, since I'm like the only one who plays Nintendo now. Yeah, same. 
I mean, let's say what other games even? Well, actually, like Carbon, did you have anything? For this? Uh, well, pretty much just Smash, Smash Ultimate. So I'm trying to think of what other games really had any sort of local multiplayer, and you could argue Mario Maker 2 does. I guess, but I never point. really played that local. Same. And I would say Luigi's Mansion 3 had good co-op, though I never got to play it myself. Just played right, by uh, myself. can also give a quick little shout-out to uh, Shovel Knight Showdown came with the kind of cards update, and unfortunately doesn't have any online for us to try, but it seems like it would be good local. Oh, and I also, I also kind of thought, like, uh, another game, uh, excuse me, voice cracks here, uh, I thought I, uh, I thought of another game, and, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think the game I'm thinking of, which is released this year, well, not 2020, but 2019, specifically, uh, the other game is, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, strangely enough, I never tried it, but it's pretty well d- good. Can you repeat that title? Uh, Mar- Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, okay, that, I heard something different. <laughs> oh, sorry, I usually talk a little too fast, and sometimes I just stumble words. I thought I heard you say America something something 11. Oh, no, <laughs> Th- this is not politics, this is Mortal Kombat 11 I'm talking about. Alright, so, so yeah. uh, yeah, you like uh, you like having the fun beat em up time with your friends? Yeah. Or making enemies out of them? I don't know, <laughs> whichever you're talking about is either friend or foe. He'll still play pretty well. Just still having fun, that's all. Alright, so, not a bad list there. So maybe not the best year for new multiplayer stuff, but some decent ongoing support for things like Smash. Yeah, this year it seems like we're going to get some good stuff, like Animal Crossing. That's probably, I think, is a, some good multiplayer. Yeah. We can help. Yeah. That's yeah, too early to count out Nintendo's bad servers, but, or lack yeah. thereof. <laughs> lack thereof. Well, don't they do player hosting a lot of the time? Yeah, like I, I, I guess. But who knows? Nintendo can come out and do something in unexpected ways. They sure can. Ah, yeah, but like you know what I do expect? What? I do expect plenty of good music. And this was my hardest category, being best soundtrack. So I'll throw it to you guys first, if anything stands out to oh, you, soundtrack-wise. Best, best soundtrack? Yes. Ooh, that's a tough question, actually. I have a lot of yeah, mentions yeah. here. Yeah, Ooh. okay, I think I have, like, probably three mentions. Not sure which one. To... Uh, I guess I'd probably put... I guess I'd probably say Smash, because it has, like, what, 900 songs? Oh, I yeah, pretty much just dead on Smash Brothers. Lee, that's one of the as one of the few games I'm thinking of that has the best soundtrack. Yeah, so, again, technically that was a late 2018 game, but as one of my mentions, I did want to cite the DLC tracks in particular because we got new Persona rearrangements, new Banjo rearrangements, and 50 freaking SNK songs. And then there was Dragon Quest, but that doesn't count because that's not new stuff. (laughs) And also, Square Enix. Yeah. So, now, that one was unfortunate, because Dragon Quest could have had some really good arrangements, but oh well, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, there's as many Final Fantasy tracks as there are E's in Square Enix. E. Wait, the, the, do they share the E in their name, or is it separate on the logo? I think there's two E's in Square Enix. Uh, Interesting. I think there's only one E in I'm pretty sure. I know there's an E at the end of Square, but I was thinking, did they do the Game Explain thing where the X overlaps? No. <laughs> oh no! Please don't do like any game series or anything. No, I, I'm just misremembering the logo. Mm, good, because I'll be like, "What are you talking about?" No, no. Uh, thank goodness you're not that uh, type of person to make up. Carbon, what were other mentions that you had? Uh, well, I suppose Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn technically could count as well, because that's a remaster that came out in January of. 2019. 3D, yes. I say that one, even though I've only played the demo of it, because I really like the original soundtrack. Never a bad idea to remind people how good that soundtrack is. Yeah. And you said you had one more? Um. Besides that and Smash? I guess I could mention the other two games I played. The other two games I played this year, Luigi's Mansion 3 and Mario Maker 2. I heard well, my... Those games had some good songs. I just heard my hot and Smash, and I thought that game is for good boys and uh, yeah, Smash is for good boys and girls. And then actuality in the Japan, what Sakurai said, is because of the age ratings over in Japan. No, that, that was a misconception. He still made a joke about it. 
I know, but that but that was in English. In Japan, he actually said something about the age rating. But he still joked about it. It was yeah, a different but... play on the joke, I think. But yeah, yeah, but still, it's just you know, Sakurai being Sakurai. All right, uh, should I go into my mentions, or do we want to throw it to? Uh, I can give it a go. All right, Ace, some, uh, tell me about some good music. Well, besides Smash Brothers, I actually have another game I'm thinking of, and that's Pokemon Sword and Shield. And I no, agree. And no, you're not hearing that wrong. I am actually talking about Pokemon Sword and Shield. The music is awesome. I agree. And and I especially love one theme in general, the Pokemon Gym Leer. That is kicking butt. Yeah, I, yeah, I heard the gym theme, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. But I've only heard, wow. like, a few songs from Sword and Shield, because I haven't played the game. No, I, I, I don't want to ruin, ruin the mood, but I don't exactly like the last phase of that song with the crowd chanting. It just sounds like a few off-key singers are in there. I, I like the crowd chant in the song. I, I literally bopped my head to the theme when I first heard it in Pokemon Sword and Shield against, against Dream Leader Milo. It's not the chant I don't like, it's the oh, 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 being done. Oh, I also uh, like, I also like Team Yells. It is pretty much just punk rock and roll. That That's so, probably, I think that's what I'm thinking of, punk rock and roll. I don't know. What sold me on the Sword Shield soundtrack was a bunch of late game songs. So I won't specify, but you go to some locations late in the game. And you fight some people late in the game, and those and songs are my favorite. And thankfully, you're not going to spoil any of that for me, thankfully, because I'm not that far in yet. I'm only at, like, the fifth gym, I think. Right. So I'm just going to leave it at some of my favorite songs come towards the end of the game story. That's all I'll say. Is one of them the champion? No. And right. uh, and as for uh, my second game of choice for uh, uh, for sound direction is Astral Chain, actually. Yes! I actually liked uh, the first speak. I actually liked when the beginning of the song. Ooh, there's so many soundtracks in it immediately when I first heard the, the songs in uh, Astral Chain. Oh, that got yeah, me there, pumping. There's the home bass song that has this nice chill vibe to it. The vocals are actually on key in that one, unlike the Pokemon one. Oh, <laughs> Apart, I there's like... a track from the mall, there's a track from the safe house. It goes on. Yeah, there's, there's probably a lot more better. Well, not better. There's like probably a lot more very good songs in uh, Ashley Chain because, like I said, I only play like one in like probably uh, one or two hours, but I'll I'll play it again soon. I'm pretty sure there's like much, like a lot of good music at later in later in the because Platinum Games they nailed the music out of the park every time they. That's uh, so, uh, so how far did you say you got? Uh, one or two hours in, I think. Okay, so I'll be mindful of spoilers again, but. There is a couple vocal themes that are absolutely badass. I think I heard one of them. I'm not sure which one. Uh, from, I, I can say I, the name of the track without spoiling it. I, I think I might or have heard I? from one of the trip. I think I might have heard from one of the trailers earlier when uh, they're announcing it. But hey, I could be wrong. Well, th- this song has a female version and a male version, depending on your protagonist. And the female version is so good. But also oh, really? the credits theme is really good. Really? That's interesting to know. Good thing I picked a female character. Well, the, is it the female? Yeah, yeah. The, the one you pick is the one that you get for that fight when it comes up. Yeah. I, I usually it's don't like pick the female, female version's good. The male one isn't. I, I the male one don't... is fine, but it is severely mm. less good than mm. the female version by a lot of people's standards. Although maybe you feel differently about it if you listen to the two of them. I can't tell you what's right and wrong. I usually don't pick many female avatars in video games besides, like, maybe Pokemon uh, and sometimes Smash Bros., but hey, who knows? People I, also say she is the better voice actor. I heard, uh, I heard, but I don't really want to get to know more of the female voice actor because I don't really hear the talk of the female voice actor because I already picked her, but I see oh, the yeah. Mid- yeah, sadly you don't get to hear that often as the other character's voice, but I think the male's voice actor for the protagonist in Astral Chain is pretty well good. It, it's fine. This voice, this voice is fine. Yeah, I, I don't think anything the male does is outright bad. Yeah, I, I think no matter what, I think no matter what, I think the female protagonist will probably have something better than, like, suddenly out of nowhere. All right, 
Uh, I did say this was my hardest category and that I had a bunch of games I wanted to mention. You guys already mentioned Pokemon Astral Chain and Smash for the DLC threat, but I have even more. Oh boy, let's hear them. All right. Okay. So let me, I'll, let me, I'll make it quick. I'll make it quick. But uh, Team Sonic Racing has a lot of really good renditions of older Sonic songs, like Sonic Heroes in particular. They oh, borrow man, a I lot of tracks from that game. Yes, Team Sonic Racing, fantastic soundtrack. Maybe not the best game of the year by any imagination, but I do go yeah. back to that soundtrack a lot. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. As a game I have not played, but I've listened to its soundtrack. You should do so. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, yeah sorry, you were saying <laughs> something about Sonic before, I think. I was, I was about to say, I don't really hear Sonic Team Racing as much as the other game. Yeah, I mean, I know Sonic Mania's soundtrack was lauded to no end, but there's a really lot of high-octane electronic remixes of some really good songs from across a lot of the 3D Sonic games in there. Like, Sand Road from Sonic Adventure 1 makes an appearance. Bingo Highway and Roulette Road from Sonic Heroes makes an appearance. And there's a lot of good original stuff, too. And Crush 40 does the vocal theme again, which they haven't done in a little while. We have not heard Crush 40 in some time, actually. Yeah, so they did Green Light Ride, the main vocal theme that you hear at the start of the game. Yeah, it was actually in the trailer, too, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Because Crush 40 nails the soundtrack, honestly. When was the last time they worked on Sonic? No clue. I think it may have been one of the Wii games. They didn't do Secret Ring. Did they do Black Knight? Colors? Did they do Colors? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did Colors. No, no, Cash Cash did the themes for Colors. Really? I thought that was Crush 40. Well, uh, maybe Crush 40 did a different song, but Colors was definitely uh, Reach for the Stars by Cash Cash, and the credits theme was also Cash Cash. We may have to have uh, L2P look it up and put it in, as an edit, probably. <laughs> or we can just look it up ourselves later on after this. Yeah. Leave the internet to its devices. People can figure stuff out if we don't. <laughs> yeah, we're just here to talk about good music. We're just the three stooges. Yeah, right, there's two more I have to and mention. good narrative. There's two more I have to mention, and I don't want to go on forever. But of course, this wouldn't be a complete soundtrack year without Cadence of Hyrule featuring our own Adrian Jules. Oh yeah, I remember that. Ah, oh, I forgot that came out this year. I, yeah, I, so I, much I, good, I, so much good music for the overworld, for the battles, for the dungeon. I've played the demo of Cadence of Hyrule, but I never got super interested, but the music is pretty solid. So, yeah. yeah so, like, I, didn't, I did not enjoy the roguelike nature of the original Crept of the Necrodancer. It prevented me from enjoying the game. I never even got past the second round of the dungeon. I and... got the, I got the first game, Crypt of the Necro, Necrodancer, or Necromancer, I forgot what it's called. Uh, Necrodancer. I haven't played it yet, but I'm starting to play it soon in the future. I much prefer what Cadence of Hyrule did, and I was actually able to beat the game. In fact, I did so three times this year. Oh, wow, impressive. It, it, is, it was very good. So I did it once regular, <clears throat> once in double time, and once for the Octavo DLC where you play as the villain. I heard of that. And, uh, very fun. Very fun killer soundtrack, and you can go hear Adri's voice in one of the fairy fountain. But ultimately, what I gave my number one for best soundtrack, because a lot of those we mentioned had rearrangements, and I value original music a lot more when I'm making this decision for number one, was Sayonara Wild Heart, a game that oh, came really? out for mobile and Switch. I, was gonna uh, say I don't remember that one. It's by uh-huh. Annapurna Entertainment, and it is a highly stylized game where you... Move very quickly through arcade-style stages, collect hearts, defeat enemies, and it's all written around this fantastic pop soundtrack. That's a surprising choice for you to fix that game. I'm surprised myself. I am super into pop. That, that explains a lot for me, because your hat has a, has, a, has, a, has a note in it from music and such. So, Well, that's part of my branding, since I do video game remixes on my channel, and I do try to style them in the pop style, because that's what I'm into. So this mm-hmm. game hit a big note with me. Ha! Big note! But um, <laughs> Moving uh, on the high note, I see. And that was a rim shot, because rim of the hat. But um. Oh my god. You really are Tricker Conway in this chair. <laughs> yeah, doing these at the drop of a hat. Oh. I see you're not late in the party because it's the what? Professor Layton hat. Oh my gosh. I'm Azrin, Professor Layton Azrin. Ha ha. Well, hat, well, hat, well, hat's off to you. It, my hat is off. It's the only thing in my icon. Oh my gosh. 
I thought you were actually wearing a hat while putting on headphones or something. Ah, uh, no, I don't even wear a hat when I stream. Maybe I should. Probably for, like, a experiment, maybe. <laughs> for branding. <laughs> maybe become, like, some coming Johnny and wear the hat all the time. Even while wearing headphones. <laughs> oh, I totally. So, uh, that's all the soundtracks I wanted to mention. Did I spark any reminders for you guys? I don't think so. Uh, no. Alright, but yeah, even if you don't play the game Sayonara Wild Hearts, I at least recommend going to listen to the standalone Lone soundtrack. It's out there. Alright, so we're down to two. Down to two categories. Uh, last standalone category, let's talk story. Ooh. Best narrative yeah. that you experienced this year. This, this should be... You guys want me to start or do you guys want to start? Uh, you guys can start. You I can start. I have nothing. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, the the only games I've played like that are for this year are really story heavy games. Hmm. All right. So it seemed like a narrative light year if you owned a Nintendo console. I didn't have a ton of options to pick from here, so this is almost by default. But I'm gonna give my best narrative to Fire Emblem Three Houses, which basically had four different narratives. I was just about to talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses after you were <laughs> announcing that, so yeah. That's going to be one of the games I was going to talk about, but hey. Let's you talk about play. it together, then. I I have played some, like, a little bit of it, but I never gotten that far, so. Well, you were I, saying you would like the characters and how distinct and designed they are, and I feel like that carries over to their actual personalities, too. Yeah, I, I was supposed to say, because uh, I've never gotten, like, that far in the game, but I've heard that uh, that each story of the, one of the three houses you pick, it gets pretty intense later on. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I especially, and, like, uh, I especially liked the beginning that shows uh, that intense battle. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, that's a great way to start the game. Up. Yeah, that's a pretty amazing way. Yeah, I think that pretty much, that's pretty much sums up everything I said earlier about Fire Emblem 2 Houses earlier. I think it carries over to the same way for best narrative. Yeah, so I mean, there's so much dedication put into the story that I really respect it. Even if it felt like I was kind of choosing it by default, they had to do, they probably had to do a lot of planning behind the scenes to make the ones interweave, depending on how, how you choose your playthrough. I mean, you get very different character interactions if you do one playthrough versus another. Just because yeah, of how characters what, are related. Yeah, that's what I usually do, is I pick uh, one each every time they pick a new story on New Game... Like, like New Game Plus, usually. That's what I usually do, is, like, pick a New Game Plus and then choose a different, like, character story route. Like, right now, I'm doing a Blue Lions, I believe. I think that's the one I want to do next. I've only done Golden Deer up to this point. I'm thinking of doing Golden Deer next after Blue Lions, but hey, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, and then Nintendo has said this themselves, that the Black Eagle's path actually splits in two at a certain point. And that's why Wait. I said four narratives and not three. Oh, oh dear oh. God. That means four, four houses. playthroughs in this game. Make plenty of save files for your Black Eagle's path. You've been warned. Thank I don't know. God. I don't know what yeah, it is or happens, because I only been dear, but this is what Nintendo themselves have said officially. Well, thank God they put in more than five save files, and that makes 25, so at least we won't have to go hungry. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have a field day with three houses for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a long break before I do whatever my second house is going to be. Uh, good luck with me for finishing Blue Lions and then Golden Deer, then, well, dare I say it, two parts of Black, black, uh, I forgot black the name. Eagles. Yeah, black eagles. I keep forgetting that they're not blue uh, eagles, not black eagles. I always get these. Well, they're also not red, but that's their banner color. Yeah. I don't know why they call them red eagles. That wouldn't make more sense, but I guess black. They should have called them red lions and done a Zelda Wind Waker crossover. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> don't encourage Nintendo or the fans. I'm sure fans have already done something like that. <laughs> I guess, but... I only had one other narrative I was considering, and oh. uh, I did say that I would count ports as valid options in this, and that's because Dragon Quest XI-S came out. Oh, yeah. It was, actually I... has a decent narrative once you get far enough into it, but for me, the start was so slow that the payoff didn't do as much for me as it seems to be doing with other fans. So I chose Fire Emblem. I was actually going to go uh, do the... Uh... 
I actually was planning on playing uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, not Dragon Quest Eleven S, but the original Dragon Quest Eleven because I couldn't afford Dragon Quest Eleven Dragon Quest Eleven S at that time. Yeah, so I managed to beat the main game of Dragon Quest Eleven S. There's a lot of post game that I haven't touched, and there's probably more story to it as a result. But I will say, what was I about to say? Hmm. Okay. Oh wait, I remember what I was about to say. The difference between the Switch and the original version. When that side content that they mentioned for specific character stories came in, I didn't even realize that I was seeing the Switch exclusive story content. It just Ooh. blended in that well. Hmm. I guess you learned something that does that. You forgot everything. All right. Any other stories you guys want to talk about? Eh, not really. I don't know. Probably, but I'm not sure. Again, I don't play much like story narratives a whole lot, but hey, you know me. I might try something new later on, but hey. I, mean, I can mention one that I actually ended up disliking. Oh no, what is it? Please don't hate me, Katana Zero. Katana it Zero? Was, Katana Zero was an indie game that came out this year, and when I was playing it for a while, I thought it was going to be my game of the year. That's how good well, I thought it was. And it had an interesting story and character dynamics and gameplay and soundtrack and a lot of other stuff going for it. But there is one thing that happens at the very end of the game, and all of that went away. I no longer think highly of this game. Ooh. I dislike what they did at the very end of the game that much. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it, it had a lot of promise. I wanted to like it, <laughs> and I almost did. Oh, wow. Uh, should I say? I, I can say. It's, it's not a spoiler. Uh, well, I can go ahead for Katana's year, because I'm not interested. Yeah, uh, me neither. I promise this isn't a spoiler, but the ending is a cliffhanger, and then you go to do something in what you can call quote-unquote the post-game, and it says, oh, you can't resolve this cliffhanger right now. Maybe check back in a few months. Wait, actually? Really? Like, actual real-time months? Yes, because there's DLC updates planned. Um, why would they do that? It's a cliffhanger ending. The character is, like, in danger. And it breaks the immersion completely. That's what I was just thinking. I can't go save that character that I care about because you haven't finished your game yet? Why was this release? And then... So that's where all my praise just went out the window. Pretty much. Maybe other people don't feel as strongly about that decision, but man, I can't get over it. But otherwise, a good game. Alright, uh, that was all the standalone categories I had, aside from what was your favorite game of 2019? Favorite, favorite like game, game of, of the year? Yes, game of the year. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, baby, this is where it gets interesting. Last uh, category, challenges, gentlemen. Oh, this one's a toughie, actually. Yeah. Uh, I actually have a game in mind that released technically in 2019, but it's basically a re-release that surprises most people. Should I say it or no? I say re-releases are valid since, you know, you want more people to experience good games. It doesn't really matter if it was originally 2019 or not. Oh, baby, you're going to surprise with my game of the year choice. I mean, I don't claim to know you, so. Uh, Well, prepare to be surprised, but should I say it right now? You might as well, you're building it up. Oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry, I'm not good uh, suspense, so... My game of the year, in my opinion, for 2019 is Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? You're just gonna say, okay, just like that? Ori's a great game. You've not realized how long I've waited for that game to release on a different console besides Xbox. You have I no mean, idea how long I've waited. Wasn't it also on PC? Yeah, but I don't have a PC at that time. And I have no PC. What do you expect from me to think that I've never played the game before? Uh, please tell people who haven't experienced Ori why they should, because I know why they should. It's a gorgeous game. Very gorgeous. It's a very gorgeous game. The sound design and sound direction and music is just a blessing. And I think the story is pretty memorable and there's definitely some like dark and uh pretty some bright moments too and i think the characteristics are pretty well too so pretty much anything ori has to offer it's a very long game to 100 percent and go look with me on that because uh 100 in the game so wait you're going like 100 percent even achievement uh like, I don't even think... the speed run and the no damage run type of achievement 
Oh, I'm no speedrun, but I'm actually going to try and attempt to 100% the game, so... But doesn't that technically that. mean that you have to do a run with no damage and a run under a certain time? Uh, I don't know. But I can just tell you all right now that Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition, it's pretty much my game of the year, and you should definitely buy it on Nintendo Switch. If you don't have Xbox, that is. And if you have that game already, then you might as well replay it more than once, I guess, I suppose, but... If you think you... the sequel that we're getting next month has any chance of releasing outside of Microsoft? Oh, God, I hope so. And if not, then I guess I have no choice than to get an Xbox and just play that game. Uh, I want I want Will was so bad, but I had to wait for, like, longer for this to come anywhere outside of my... Uh, yeah, of course, I've only owned Nintendo consoles, so that is one game that I might plan on checking out at some point, because I saw Josh Jepson play it, and that's when I learned how this awesome game exists. So yeah, my game of the year, or in the Blind Force Definitive Edition on the Nintendo Switch. Definitely get it if you have a Nintendo Switch, but not Xbox. Definitely do that. And I'm done. Alright, so, me or Kerbin? Um, Honestly, I don't care which one goes next, because I already finished mine, so... Alright, well, you thought yours was surprising. I don't know if you guys will think this one's surprising. Although, if anyone watches my stream, would probably see this coming. I have not watched your stream, so... <laughs> I didn't I think you did. Streams either. <laughs> don't worry. Well, a game that I streamed a lot in 2019, and my game of the year, Nintendo Labo VR. Really? Oh, really that? Yes. Wait. Did it really come out in 2019? Really? Yes, it came out in April 2019, kit. one month after Yoshi. Oh, I thought that was like... Oh, okay, I see now. Every other kit came out in 2018, but VR carried over to 2019. I'm more surprised that you have that choice to be Game of the Year, so you colored me All surprised. Right. So, I got a lot of hours after that out of building like you did with any lab. I really enjoyed that experience, and that's the part that I streamed, because obviously I can't capture the Switch while it's in the VR headset, and so I didn't stream myself playing the thing too much. But yeah. I did stream the whole building process. I had a whole series on that. Uh, nice little community experience for me. And so many people in my house just got attracted to this headset and was like, hey, what's that thing? Oh, that this is cool. I want to shoot the hippos. There's a game where you shoot fruit at hippos to feed them and you try to feed more of them. Oh, I thought, I thought you were shooting something at the hippos. <laughs> No, nah, nah, if you want to shoot at something, you play the uh, one where you shoot bombs at the alien. Oh. Uh, I liked it so much that I made two Mario Maker 2 levels that replicate the minigames from the kit. Uh, the, the wind pedal feels really nice against you when you get that breeze. I enjoyed the very ambient soundtrack of flying around Bird Island and collecting all the things for the birds to eat and the little endgame reward that comes from that. Uh, it's just good clean fun to mess around with the elephant and doodle i uh, does have some vr videos in there and it feels really weird it's like oh my god look at the deer eat oh my god they're eating my feet no wait they're not real uh i'm sorry i you're i'm sorry i'm hearing your robotic voice robotic yeah, voice I'm some kind of... uh, as to Asman, i think i'm hearing something robotic from him i think aside test test am i a robot <laughs> We are no longer a robot. You are Azran127. Okay. And then, uh, you know, even beyond the kit itself, they added updates to games so that you can play in VR. Uh, Breath of the Wild, not the best thing to play in VR, but Odyssey had a solid mode. Captain Toad had a solid mode. My favorite VR mode is actually in Smash. Really? I really enjoyed just going against the CPUs in VR, and some of the DLC stages work with VR too, like Spiral Mountain, surprisingly works in VR despite the whole motion of the stage rotating. You get an interesting new perspective on it because you see a lot further off the edge of the screen. So you can, normally when you get blasted off the screen and your character's just in a circle and you're trying to recover, but on in VR you can see your character model the whole time. Oh, I was going to say... Is we Kerbin briefly just... lost Carbon. <laughs> I was going to say, or, or is he testing oh, no, out back. voice? I was going to say, is he testing out because of the robotic voice I just heard again earlier? So... So yeah, I was torn between that Astral Chain and Cadence of Hyrule, especially since that last mm. one I did play three times, but ultimately was... Labo was just the best pure fun that I had all year. Mm. I was going to say, uh, I think my honorable mention would be, uh, well, I actually have a couple honorable mentions by Nico Attack of the Games that I'm thinking of real quickly. So yeah, excuse me, I was trying to look back at the games because I just turned off my Switch <laughs> just to see what games I have that are 
or 2019 releases. In my opinion, uh, the honorable mentions to being Game of the Year is Smash Brothers, maybe Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm pretty sure Fire Emblem Three Houses Game of the Year uh, honorable mention. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, maybe, and I think maybe Yoshi's Crafter World, but hey, I don't know. Yeah, I think my thing of holding back Yoshi was that the co-op wasn't the most well thought out thing, and the soundtrack got very repetitive and slightly annoying. Yeah, I heard yeah. the soundtrack in Craft of World wasn't that great. There's so many, like, honorable mentions that I don't even know how many honorable women have on here, but I think it'll still go on forever. Carbon, have you made a decision about your favorite 2019 game? I feel like it's not going to have as much build-up as both of you, but... I'm kind of... We can fix uh, that. I'm kind of tied between Smash Ultimate and Luigi's Mansion 3. I mean, technically speaking, Luigi's Mansion 3 came out in 2019, so I suppose that counts. Yes. I can see why. Uh, I can see why, yeah. Oh, uh, we're sliding I a mean, lot. I mean, it's not saying Snap much, though, because I haven't played that many games in 2019 that came out in 2019. Yeah, but yeah, we've, been, we've been able to talk a lot of praise about Luigi's Mansion 3, so I do think that... There are people out there for whom it genuinely is against all other games their game of the year. Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, even my mom is still enjoying the heck out of that game. I can it has believe that. Pretty broad appeal. <laughs> I can totally believe that, honestly. Yeah, she's only got a few floors to go, and she's only asked me for help once. Really? Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, so here towards the end, I just want to see if there's any other games that didn't get mentioned at all. That you want to throw out there is like, oh, this was a thing, and I thought it was cool for some reason or another. And here's that the we funny can popcorn thing. style this. And here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. Uh, out of all the consoles we picked, none of us. I, okay, out of all the consoles that we picked, and I, I, even though I'm the only one who has a PS4, I never mentioned one PS4 game at all. Do and, you want to mention any now? Uh. I have, like, two games I'm thinking of that release this year should get honorable mention. I know I'm personally considering that getting a PlayStation in the future, like, maybe a 5 for backwards compatibility, so I'd like to hear anything I should keep an eye on. So, is that fine if I can announce some honorable mentions to one or two PlayStation games? To anything that didn't already get mentioned in some way, yeah, if you want to throw that in now before the podcast wraps up. Yeah, okay. Uh, even though, uh, even though there's two, okay, there's two games. One released uh, exactly in 2019, while the other released in like 2017. Uh, one of them is Persona 5, and I've played that more often than any of the other games. Honestly, I never saw that coming. <laughs> You'll never see it coming. And you never saw that Wait, joke. Persona 5 either. was Persona 5 was this year. No, it's back in 2017. It actually released okay. uh, September 2017. I so I you played it in 2019 though. Yes, I didn't get to play it until 2019. You're correct. There was ah, one of the, the other one. Uh, the other one, I never played it, but I seen gameplay of it, and it looks pretty good. And it's Resident Evil 2. Re- I have heard a lot of good things about that. Yes. Yeah, Resident Evil 2. It probably should get some more like praise and some other games that we've talked about and uh, and the games that we've been talked in the Game Awards 2019. Resident Evil 2 is really well done, from what I've heard. And it is deserving, like, some award. Sure, it's not a few times in the Game Awards. It may have won one award. I don't remember. I doubt so. But Resident Evil 2 Remake, definitely a pretty good uh, thing. Pretty good game to hear about it. So, yeah. I don't mention to Resident Evil 2 Remake. And in my personal opinion, in Resident Evil 2017, Persona 5. I, I have two honorable mentions myself that we didn't get to. And one of these is Switch exclusive, the other is multi-platform. The multi-platform Ooh. one is Baba is You. It is this I... insane puzzle game where you change the rules of the level by pushing words around as you go along. And it goes so deep. Hmm. I spent I heard... a long time 100%ing it. I've heard, I've heard about the game, but I've never really gotten to it at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, throw all typical game expectations out the window if you go into that one. I mean, they teach you very early on that you can do things like change the whole win condition, change your playable character in the middle of a level, and set things up to go back and forth, turn other objects into other objects, change properties of things. It just keeps going. Uh, The other... Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, you had a question about Baba? 
I was going to say, uh, what was the the Switch exclusive we are going to talk about? Uh, yes, that one. Uh, I really can't go with this whole podcast without saying something about Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, uh, yeah, Ring Fit Adventure. Yeah, from the guy who chose Labo as his game of the year. You can kind of tell that <laughs> I'm usually on board with these gimmicks. And yeah, this one's genuine fun. I mean, you might be yeah. skeptical at first with just like a ring and a leg strap, but if you I commit wa- to it. <laughs> I was interested in Ring Fit Adventure, but since it's not white, my thing to do anything with objects, some capacity like the ring, it's confusing, but if it's effective, then it's effective. Yeah, it definitely offers some resistance. Of course, the game has you calibrate your strength at the beginning, so that if that resistance is too much, then you don't have to push as hard to get things done. You can also toggle different exercise options, like uh, say you can't do anything that stresses your back. There is a menu option to turn off back stressors, as well as a few others. Hmm. So, just genuinely very accessible, very fun. I'm not really thinking about the exercises when I do it. I was just playing some earlier this morning, getting a bit of a sweat before doing other things with my day. So, I like it. And also, it doesn't go the very plain, simple visual route of Wii Fit as much as I did enjoy that game series. (laughs) It it takes advantage of the Breath of the Wild engine. It gives you all these scenic locales. You can start to see assets getting reused if you play long enough. But if you're taking it little by little, day by day, it's not bad. Any other honorable mentions before we leave off, Kerbin? Uh, I pretty much said all the games that I can like really think of, like all the anything games, that that I, all the games in 2019 I've played this year. Maybe anything you guys didn't get to play but are itching to. Oh, I actually got one 3DS game in mind that released in 2019, but never got to play it yet because I've uh, been busy playing Persona 5 first before I get to it. And that's on a cute. Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. not surprised that you knew about that. Yeah. I can't believe you still remembered yeah. that. And I'm still That was the last major that. 3DS title. Yeah. yeah. Came? Persona Q2 Cinema Labyrinth. That came out on the 3DS in yeah. 2019 after Extra Epic Yarn, a few months after. Oh. Yeah, I'm still going to play it by Warner like I wanted to play it after uh, finishing Persona 5 honestly, so We'll get to that later. Or I'll get to that later. I want to start getting into New Super Lucky's Tale on the Switch. It's a 3D platformer originally from Microsoft. Actually, originally from VR, if I remember right. But it just looks cute and fun. I am playing... I am actually planning to get Super Lucky still at some point. Not now, but when it's on sale, but it's at 10% off, so I don't know if it's worth it yet. So, But even then, if it is 10% off sale, I don't know if it's worth it yet, but I already used, like, some of the money for, like, the D for Sword and Shield and uh, pretty much the entirety game of Book PMD Rescue Team DX. Yeah, you get, you get the point. Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> oh, there's there's going to so- be so much good stuff next year, this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially in March, because there are several games in March that are coming out. Mm-hmm. And that being yeah. Animal Crossing, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Remake, Final Fantasy VII. There's you know, so I, many games coming in March. There's one thing I got a question, though. Why did they use the word remake in the title of Final Fantasy VII Remake? What, they couldn't have thought of something else. Probably because to differentiate the original Final Fantasy anyways, so I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like they could have had a different subtitle or just used the letter R so that it wasn't as obvious that they were just calling it remake. Maybe it's Final just Fantasy because there are other rolls off the tongue. Or maybe it's because like there are other Final Fantasy things that have different subtitles, so maybe they just made it remake so it wouldn't get confusing. I guess I- I'll give you that. It's not confusing. Besides, there may have been other games that have had the name remake in it, anyways, from the title. I don't remember any of those. I mean, there may have been any other games besides Final Fantasy VII Remake that has the name remake in it. I mean, even Resident Evil 2, while it was technically a remake, they just called it Resident Evil 2 again. And then and then there's Resident Evil 3 getting a remake. And it's also coming in March. Oh, God, I have so many games <laughs> Why is there so many games coming out in March? Your wallet needs to do the death march. Bomb, 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 Good thing I have Christmas money. Both Nintendo and PlayStation are taking my money. Did, did you get the death march joke? That was another dead, Oh my god. I already hate you. <laughs> Everyone does. 
That's kind of my thing. Uh, really. like, can, we, can we end this right now before I start murdering you? Because that Where can people thing? find us, gentlemen? Uh, well, uh, I'm Kerbin. Uh, I'm active on my Switch sometimes. You'll mostly see me on YouTube comments. If you see the YouTube name Hanson Fumley, that might be me, but there's multiple people in that channel. And I guess at the end of the day, we all have 2020 vision. Uh, I am uh, a, a survivor of fuel. Most likely, just just look up any. If you're in the Runaway Guys server, the little TRT fan server, you'll most likely just find me whenever I'm like, like I'll occasionally talk in the server, but I will also appear in certain YouTube or Twitch live streams. But hey, you may never know. You may never see it coming. And I'm Azran. Uh, Azran127 on YouTube. You can find my music and some stream VODs on Twitch. You can find my streaming stuff, including stupid stuff like Flappo. <laughs> That's not stupid. Trust me, it's a good time. And yeah, just like these guys, you can find me in TRG-related things as well. So, on that note, thanks for joining us on this episode of Press Elt Podcast, episode 14. And hopefully... We won't die again for such a long period of time. And hopefully yeah. we'll get and hopefully we'll get to actually talk about something else other than pretty much anything that is less than three people. Yeah, maybe we'll get more people next time. Oh come on. This this was a nice intimate experience. I feel closer to the both of you every day. Oh really? Because yeah. after, because after that march one you made earlier, it made me want to actually murder. You wanted to march away? Oh my god, in this, in this right now. Goodbye everyone, good night. I'll be I'll just No, but April May. Hi everyone, more myself to be here. Um, so I just did some research on Crush 40. Uh, I, know, I know them myself because I've played a few Sonic games, but I thought that their last game was Sonic the Black Knight, and I can't confirm that Sonic the Black Knight was their last original game where they did original songs before Team Sonic Racing. I've known that they've done like uh, Sonic Generations, etc., but they're just um, covers of their old songs, obviously. And they also do alternate versions of different songs, like uh, they have a version of Free from Sonic Free Riders. But they don't, but they haven't really worked on a Sonic game since Sonic the Black Knight, which would have been a good long time ago. So um, just clearing that up, and uh, see you guys next one.